0: Well, hello, everybody. It's Wednesday. It's one o'clock, and it's time for Chatting with Chap, and I am your host, Ginger. So I'm very glad to be here with you today. Our topic of the day is joy. It's a good time of year for that. Um, I just found out like a half an hour ago that Rush Limbaugh passed away this morning, so that is hampering my joy a bit today. I'm very sad by that, although... I am very glad that he's now pain-free in heaven, so I rejoice at that, so that's part of the choose joy for the day, but it is a sad thing, so um, it's February, um, I don't know if how many of you out there have been homeschooling for a long time and have paid attention to patterns in your homeschool over the year, like the course of the year, how things flow, February for my household is always a little nutty. I think it's like start, I mean, March is a little, if, if March is really snowy, March is bad too, but February, like you're, you've been cooped up for a number of months. You're lacking vitamin D, right? You're lacking a really good places to exercise unless you're in some kind of indoor sports league and everyone just starts to get a little bit like, uh, so February can be hard. It could be hard for everybody. It can be hard for the homeschool mom, right? You're trying to keep it all moving, keep it all going. And you yourself are feeling like, <laughs> please. So it's hard to choose joy. It's hard to choose joy in February. But so that is exactly why we're talking about joy today, because we do need to choose joy and it is possible to do. So, um, I know there's difficult circumstances, There always are things to overcome, but even in those difficult times, uh, we always, we have a choice. We do have a choice, um, and how we respond to things, how we respond to people, what our mind focuses on. So, um, there is, there is responsibility in making good choices, even in difficult times. So I'm going to start by reading 1 Peter 4, verses 12 and 13. Um, It says, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ. So what is awesome about that is it's just a reminder that um, we are going to go through sufferings, and it's okay, because Jesus went through sufferings too. So we shouldn't be surprised that we have to suffer, and, um, I, I came across a realization the other day when I was writing this about, you know, if you your current suffering makes the glory that's going to come that much more joyful, like the, um, it's much more sweet because you've suffered. So I'm excited about that. I think that's cool. It makes suffering a little bit easier to handle. Um, James chapter one, verses two to five. Also says, consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. So, Mama... Your suffering, you're persevering through these challenging months of February and March in your homeschool calendar brings perseverance. You know, it you learn how to persevere and that perseverance um brings you to a place of, of joy because you're you're more complete. And as you're remember a few weeks ago when I talked about um wisdom and the foundation of wisdom being the fear of the Lord? Well, This is talks about wisdom and has another way to get wisdom. You ask God, you seek God for it. So getting that wisdom from God brings joy to your heart, too, because, you know, he's listening and he's walking with you through these hard times. So something that's important to remember is when you choose joy, it's teaching your children also that they can choose joy during their difficult circumstances. And they I mean, granted, hopefully, most children do not have difficult circumstances that maybe we have to deal with, but their different difficult circumstances, maybe a difficult assignment or something like that, teaching them to choose joy through those things will be a valuable tool for them as adults. So um, it definitely takes willpower. It takes our determination to choose joy. One of the reasons we choose joy is because we know that God is faithful. So he's going to stay faithful to his promises and he has many promises to us. So when our circumstances change and get lousy, he doesn't change. He stays the same and he is always faithful to us and he, his mercies are new every morning. And so we can take joy in that and we can take comfort in that. So something I'd like you to think about, um, I heard a statement, It was joy can be an act of resistance to the current circumstances. An act of resistance. Wow. Like that sounds strong to me. But when you're faced with something that's, that's difficult or you really don't agree with, or it's, you know, it seems unfair, or unjust, uh, choosing joy in that can be an act of resistance to what is going on. Um, you're resisting being sucked down into the depression of it and that sort of thing. That that was a very strong thought in relation to joy. And we also just can't wait for joy to happen. If you sit around and wait, "Mm, you know, I'll wait till I feel happy. No, many times we need to choose it. Um, it's our response that we need to choose even when the circumstances are kind of lousy. So, um, something to remember is that your joy in homeschooling, should not be determined by how well school goes. It should not be determined by your struggles. It should be determined by the fact that you're trusting God to show you through and that he promises to see you through and that you take joy in that. So it is really hard. I'm not saying this is an easy choice to make. It's not like, oh yeah, ooh, piece of cake. Um, it's very tempting to focus on self. It's very tempting for me to focus on myself. And then you fall into self-pity And self-pity takes you where it takes you to the pit that's impossible to get out of. So, um, you know, that's that self-pity, just like, uh, Dee and I talked before about comparison being a thief of joy. Self-pity is a thief of joy also. It's just, it just destroys your, your, your joy. So we have a choice. We can allow our circumstances to bring us down. It can, it will affect our homeschool. And, um, or we can remember that even though we have trouble, Christ has come, overcome the world, and we can have peace. That's John chapter 16, verse 33. So Christ has overcome the world and all the garbage that's in it. I mean, we all have our stuff we got to deal with and what we need to choose joy over in this world. But Christ has overcome it, and he is our peace. So he grants us the peace we need to take hold of that joy and choose to remember God's promises to us instead of wallowing in the self-pity of our current lousy situation. So two things to remember. Joy is determined by our future destiny as believers in Christ, not our current status, not our current trouble. So think about the future. Think about what's coming. Think about the joy that's coming to you. Don't get stuck focusing right here with this tiny little perspective um, that could you know, doesn't take in the whole picture of what Christ has done for us. Secondly, joy is an attitude that we choose because God is faithful to his promises. We need to choose it. It doesn't automatically happen. Yeah. Things do happen. That cause us great joy without it just wells up in us without even thinking about it. But there are some times that we have to seriously stop and make ourselves think about joy and being joyful one of the best things for me to bring about a joyful um, thought is praise music. Uh, You know, it's just, it just, you know, wells up within me through that. There's lots of joy that comes out of me when I'm singing or listening to that uh, praise music were words and and music that lift God up to the place that he belongs, right? He's on the throne, he's in charge. And that just brings us great joy and relief to know that, it's not all in our hands. We don't need to make things happen. God will make things happen. So it that's a, a relief that brings joy. <laughs> um, and I do want to point us towards Hebrews, um, 12 verse two. I will read it to you. It says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him, endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So, Jesus had to choose joy. Jesus, when he was in the garden and he knew what was coming, he surrendered himself to it. He surrendered himself to God's will. And it was awful. When I think about the mental, physical stress and strain, emotional that he had to go, think about, I mean, think about enduring our own burdens and our own illnesses and then how much that makes us weak and makes us droop. Think about he bore them all for everybody in all time. I mean that crushing crushing it's crushing, but it's so precious that he knew that. And yet he chose it. He chose it because he knew the joy that was coming on the other side. was going to be way beyond anything, anything we could possibly suffer here. That joy was, we won't even remember. It's kind of like when we have babies, mamas, right? a lot of pain. Uh, I've had six babies naturally. Uh, There's pain. However, the moment that baby's in your arms, adopted or birthed, what do you do? I mean, it's joy. It's absolute joy and all the pain dissolves. And that's the type of joy we're talking about. This joy. Christ suffered all those things for us because of that joy that he knew was there. So we have to remember that. In these hard times, mamas, that joy is there. It is coming. It is our future. And that is awesome. So we can just remember that Hebrews 12 too. Remember, Christ had to make that choice too because he chose joy. And that is, that's the example. That's the example for us to follow. So we can do it. It is hard. I'm not saying it's a cakewalk. Homeschooling is challenging. However, try to keep that eternal perspective. Try to keep those thoughts in your mind. You know, we have to be very determined, very, um, you can't just let decisions slide by. You have to be thinking about your decisions, putting them all before God and choosing joy in all of them. So I promise you that if you do take your thoughts captive and you do choose joy, it will change your homeschool. It will change you. It will change how you respond to the things that are happening in your life. So I encourage you. I encourage you, get in the Word, read those promises. Those few scriptures I mentioned today are very helpful, too. There's lots of studies on joy and that type of thing. But joy will choosing joy will affect your homeschool. It will affect your attitude, your kids' attitudes, um, and the days will be more joyful. So I encourage you, mamas, it's February. You can do it. You get everybody to do some extra jumping jacks together, <laughs> work off some of that energy. Oh, and we're gonna get like what six more inches of snow tomorrow or something, I think maybe. So, if you're where I live anyway, so um, take advantage of that too. But, um, I just want to encourage you, mamas, you can do it. You can do it. I've been doing it for 14 years now. February is always nutty. Just keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep thinking about the eternal thing and your goal, your homeschool goal. You can do it. I know you can. So thanks for tuning in today. That's all I have for today. I welcome you to make comments. I welcome you to give me suggestions for what you'd like to hear me talk about. Uh, Again, the contact form on chaponline.com is available for people to write into. I'm looking looking for your email so I can answer your questions. And um, yeah. So, thanks for tuning in, and I will see you next Wednesday. Okay, take care. Choose joy. Bye-bye.